My dad and his girlfriend broke up. This is when I was doing my master's and he would be talking to me for like calling me for like five hours a day. I would just like listen and be like, oh, like this is kind of weird, but like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So he called me one day and he's like, Em, do you remember when we were sexual all the times in our childhood? Mm. And I was like, yeah, kind of. So he's like, because you wanted to have sex with me when you were little and you didn't, that was your shadow that you suppressed. And that's why you're having all of these mental health issues because so now you need to come have sex with me so you can like release this shadow. Thinking about that, yeah. what you were saying right now, mm-hmm. do you feel like you had a lot of mental block from what happened when you were younger and going to that therapist or whoever you went to mm-hmm. helped you unlock that? Welcome to Brick by Brick, the podcast where we build your real estate dreams one brick at a time, all while cracking jokes and sharing personal growth insight. Brick by Brick is hosted by real estate and mortgage professionals who moonlight as comedians. Trust me, we are funnier than your normal real estate professionals. While our real estate and mortgage knowledge is as solid as a brick wall, the information shared here is primarily for chuckles and entertainment. Woosa. <laughs> <laughs> If you're looking for serious, no-nonsense real estate advice, please consult a qualified professional. But if you are here for some laughs and some property wisdom, you've come to the right place. Now let's get started with the show and let's make your real estate journey a little less concrete. Welcome to Brick by Brick, redefining success. My name is Michael and this is the amazing, incredible Jessica. So, yes, yeah. let's get let's, started. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, Emily, yeah. welcome. Yes. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited for the first too. One. Yeah. Do you want to tell us how we met and what you yeah. were, you know, tell yeah. us a little how bit about the you, retreat? How did you ladies meet? So, I met her. <laughs> I closed my car door. <laughs> <laughs> I looked over and there was this bright, beautiful face. <laughs> no, no, I feel like we definitely did actually just like click right when right we away. saw each other. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, the whole retreat was like, did you guys come together? Do you guys know each other? We're like, no, we just yeah. met like a few yeah. hours ago. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So met her at a quantum flow retreat. So quantum flow is combining like Tai Chi, Qigong, yoga, meditation, breath work sound healing yep. like everything <laughs> into one modality is it a bunch of like like-minded people just meeting together or is just strangers 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 it... but so you... like-minded <laughs> yeah, i'm about to i'm also i'm gonna make jokes yeah 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 so like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna be fun yeah so, i don't know him I'm, yeah. here. <laughs> I'm just here so like uh when you say strangers is mm-hmm. it <laughs> is it like sign up here and then we go or i'm curious yeah. i'm curious to know so so the guy who leads it swampa what's his last name i can never pronounce his instagram it is global so i just keep calling him Wampa Wampa global. Global. <laughs> if you want to find him out that's yeah. how you find him out mm-hmm. um so basically he leads these things and he's pretty influential mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. like the spiritual community mm-hmm. and so how i guess we all because he didn't do too much marketing he mm-hmm. said he didn't do too, like too yeah, much marketing yeah. and so there's like monthly activations you can like go on and be like fully certified with this method and so basically he just puts it out into his network so through email or through like the facebook groups that we're all in and then it's like hey we're i'm coming to canada and i'm hosting a quantum flow retreat do you guys want to come he does like a war tour of Uh, like is that what it is he is on a global tour right okay, now, but okay. like this one was in like a jungle in Quebec Ooh. with yeah. like chickens running around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how I describe it when people ask me. It's like jungle. that's how of a jungle it was. <laughs> so what what was what was your 
energy going there? What what were you looking mm-hmm. to find going there? Hmm. Yeah, they actually asked that in my like end of so they do like testimonials at the mm-hmm. end and they asked that. Hmm. I think it's to meet the community to like be around people who are also like minded, but also yeah, I just wanted to have the skills and it's different being in the energy of someone you know like our energy would be super different if we did this on zoom but like Mm -hmm. actually like feeling out the person in person so different Mm -hmm. right and so i'd been doing his stuff for two years and i'm like damn this isn't gonna be intense if i like go and see it in person so it was almost just like okay it's intense online i want to go like amplify that feeling in person so it's like to clear my energy um yeah you just feel like your channel's clear Mm -hmm. after doing this work and then like intensified by like actually going and being there and being around everyone else who's also doing the work it's like damn so yeah that was my intention what did what does quantum flow and um in general do for your body like let's let's what's your version and definition of quantum flow or any of the modalities that you've kind of tapped into over the retreat so I feel like with quantum flow, the reason why I resonated with it so much is it's really like going head on into the nervous system. <laughs> so all your energy centers and then like really recalibrating your nervous system. So if you have any stuck trauma, if you have any like unprocessed emotions, it's doing movement, breath, all of the other things that, that he combines with it to like move that and shift that so that you're coming back to your natural state, which is like love expansion, whatever you want. And then from there, another like reason why I really like it is like through you can manifest a lot faster when your channel's clear and when your energy and your field is like open you can manifest better so it's like a win-win you feel better and then you can like when did you decide to go into this field that you're in yeah right because I want you to expand more on the field you're in yeah and why you decided to get into it first yeah because that's like where the journey started or is Mm. was it before that or is it when you woke up one day like i'm sure this what we did which is i want to be this Mm -hmm. yeah okay so i actually always forget this part when i tell this story but it started with i was doing my undergrad and i went to an indigenous i was doing an environmental science and i went to indigenous um just like a talk And she was talking about the quantum world through an indigenous lens. And after that, I was like, damn, this is so interesting. But I left it. It was like the weekend for her retreat was like $300. And at that point, I was like in such like a weird mindset. I was like, that's so much. Like, I don't even know. And then I went to do my master's at um, in Waterloo. And I was so anxious. Like my body was like messed up. My mental health was like really bad. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And I didn't really know why I was going to these things. I just knew that I felt anxious. So like they, we went around like the circle. So it was like a group of people that come and then you go around a circle and you like say why you're there. And I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like so anxious. Like I don't have, I don't have any idea. And so I started going to those. And then a few years later, I realized that my dad had a personality disorder and I was like traumatized my entire life and brainwashed. (laughs) And so from that, I went like deep diving into like trauma, into healing. And so that started that whole thing. And I like just went like really intensely, like, okay, I'm just gonna put all my energy into that. And then from that, at a certain point, I was listening to this Mindset Impact Theory University and it was like, no one's going to come save you. Like, you have to like get up and do it. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I do. And something about that hit. And so then I started getting into like mindset and how to like actually shift things. So it got, it got to a certain point in my healing where I was like, 
okay, let's like actually shift things and like let's move forward. Like I can't stay here for too much longer. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got really into like mindset manifestation, the conscious, the subconscious mind, and then like how to create your results. And then from there, it's been like a back and forth of like, okay, we need to heal this and we need to like uh, recalibrate our nervous system. And we also need to like reprogram our mind to like what we actually want and then like start taking that action, aligned action to get it. So that's like a bit about how I got into it. It's from my own like being like shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then what what was that point where you're like you know what i think i can make this a thing where i can share and coach and yeah. teach what was that pivot point and that made you decide i'm like you know what i think i'm ready to take this into the next level so do you guys know bob proctor yes okay so i was doing bob his coaching program so mm. his year-long coaching program mm. and i was like damn i this is crazy information yeah. i want to tell everyone about this like what the hell it's yeah. kind of selfish to like just not even like tell people about this when it's like changed my life completely so mm. through that i moved to thailand and then i started my business mm. and so that was i was only there for four months okay, <laughs> I, was I, was gonna gonna say, I was gonna say you whoa like, you are already... you talking from the future <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was funny. Like, for context, she's moving to Thailand. Yes. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Like, you caught me before I said something. I was going to say, like, she's already getting to know yeah. you. Like, back, back to the future. That would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I just, like, learned how to create. And I started feeling better, too. And then it was, like, almost selfish to not do that. One of the hurdles that I did have. So, my dad passed last year. But when he was alive... I was like so scared to like go and speak about any of this. So scared mm. to speak about my story. So scared to launch my business. I launched my business and a week later he died. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So interesting timing. Right? <laughs> There's so many like in like the yeah. story about that is just so fucking weird. Yeah. But mm -hmm. um yeah, and that's kind of how and then through that like when he died, super like a lot of grief and all that, but also at the same time like I felt like free to like mm. you know actually use mm. my voice and yeah. like you know I wasn't scared of like exposing him for anything or like just you know putting a light on him like I yeah it just opened up a lot more opportunities did almost you, did you feel like that held you back when he was alive yes and <laughs> through that how would you advise somebody now mm -hmm. thinking about back then you could have been doing that way before yeah like mm -hmm. i'm looking at it and thinking what if it was still alive would you do you feel like your wings would have been as bright as it is right now mm -hmm. so that would be my question how would you help somebody what advice would you give them to say do this even if that person is there yeah it's so hard because you are when you're like with with my experience, I was super trauma bonded, and there's like mm -hmm. Stockholm syndrome. Like yeah. I was labeled with all of these different things, just labels. But um, man, like it's hard. Like you, your nervous systems, like totally. Like I moved when everything happened. Like I was scared. Like I was so scared of this person, and also I was scared of exposing them. Mm -hmm. And so definitely, my wings would have been clipped. I would mm -hmm. have just been like constantly like. Like, I didn't want to cause him any more pain. I didn't want to expose him. I didn't want to humiliate him. Like, I would constantly be thinking, ah, like, like, 
is he okay? Like, I don't want to cause this person any more harm. There's just the way you're thinking. It doesn't really make logically logic mm-hmm. sense, mm-hmm. but that's how entangled you are. And so if someone was in the same position, yeah, I'd just be continuing the healing work until you like can just stand in your truth and like actually just speak your truth. But it, I think it would have t- taken a lot longer for me to be able to like do that and fully disconnect from like protecting him almost, you know, and then just like placing, keep placing that um, energy and keep placing everything inside to so you can just stand independently, not be so concerned about the other person. But yeah, so it would just be continuing the healing journey. But definitely it helped to be able to, like, it, it just frees you up almost. Hmm. And that could like just apply to like, not just say your father in any circumstances, but a lot of people, it could be a person, anyone that could they feel like might be holding them down mm-hmm. in energetically in so many ways right which they might not even realize mm-hmm. i think it also takes a different level of awareness mm-hmm. to even realize that that thing or that person is actually clipping your rings or holding you back in a certain way and how did you even come to that awareness of that you know that something like this is even happening that i had trauma before yeah so do you want the story? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. Okay. So I was completely unaware of anything that had happened. So I'd been abused my whole life. So physically, sexually, emotionally, but it was so normal, right? Like you don't really know any different when you're a kid. And he also had like complete opposite polarities. So he was amazing in so many ways. Like I'm so grateful for so much, but then he also like would flip a switch and, you know, like just go completely like unaware. And so yeah so so i was having like really bad mental health issues and okay so so my dad i it's it's such like a complicated story so my dad and his girlfriend broke up mm-hmm. and when that happened he like came and clung on to me so he this is when i was doing my masters and he would be talking to me for like calling me for like five hours a day and at this point he was in psychosis so he thought he was joseph from the bible he was going on on all of these like you know like different directions and yeah just like he'd go on all these quests and he was hearing all these things so i would just like listen and be like oh like this is kind of weird but like whatever (laughs) (laughs) but still still unaware and then if we want to get do you want like the actual story okay okay yeah come on okay i feel like you you are comfortable enough to yeah 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 okay so he called me one day and he's like em do you remember when we were sexual all the times in our childhood Mm. and i was like yeah kind of and he was like okay well because you Okay, so he was into psychology and philosophy. And so do you, do you guys know Carl Jung? Yeah. The shadow? Yeah. Okay, so he's like, because you wanted to have sex with me when you were little and you didn't, then that was your shadow that you suppressed. And that's why you're having all of these mental health issues. Because so now you need to come have sex with me so you can like release this shadow. And I was like, maybe. I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, I was so distorted. And, like, I didn't. Like, on the record, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But I, like, did it. And it was interesting, too, because this is when code was happening. So I'd always have, like, a notepad. And I'd be, like, mm. writing this down because, uh, fast forward, yeah. he's like, that mm. never happened. Like, but, um, and so, so that happened. And after, that was, like, a month. I didn't tell anyone. And I was, like, mm. my mental health got real bad. Mm. Like, I was just, yep. like, so depressed. And I was, like, suicidal. And then, so he said... So he started going to 
um, a coach with for personality disorders because he thought that his girlfriend at the time who left him had a personality disorder. And so he said, you should go to this because your mom fucked you up. And so I went to her and then basically it came down to us figuring it out that my dad was actually messed because she knew by that point yeah. right like and she can't say anything but she sent me some resources on like personality disorders and I was like it was like textbook of my life from that I got like really really scared like my nervous mm. system was like and I started remembering everything that happened because there was so much like weird stuff that happened guys <laughs> like <laughs> I could write a so, book and be like what the fuck <laughs> so thinking about that yeah what you were saying right now mm -hmm. do you feel like you had a lot of mental block from what happened when you were younger and going to that therapist or whoever you went to mm -hmm. helped you unlock that yeah yeah so i completely suppressed it or like repressed it so like i if, if someone asked me like how my childhood was i would be like it was great like my dad's my best friend like it's great and um or like i had yeah. like a perfect perfect childhood and then when she started asking me questions so it was she brought me back in, the, in that first session it was like a moment when my dad threw me down the stairs and then I froze and through that I was like oh maybe that's like not normal, normal. behavior yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like oh weird and then yeah and then that just opened up everything and then I was yeah I just all these memories came back and I started questioning like is that normal like and then I'm like oh that's not yeah. normal but it, it took me a bit to be like really trust that I was because I was like is that is it my issue Balls, like yeah. like am I seeing it wrong and it was comparing it to other people so if this happened to my friend what would I say or what would I think and then it could kind of but if it was me I'd be like I don't get it yeah. <laughs> it's that worthiness that comes in right yeah uh, and like your subconscious mind carries all of this without even you consciously realizing that yeah you were and you had to really tap into your subconscious mind to even bring that up yeah and i'm sure that wasn't comfortable either when all no that i got so it got so bad so i had to take uh like three months off of school and my nervous system was just crazy like mm. i was so scared i was scared he was gonna come to my house i was scared he was gonna kill me i'd be like just acting in really crazy mm. ways but from that to answer your question from that whole experience i could understand it from a really experiential perspective not a theoretical perspective because like, you can understand things from your mind right but then when you actually have to experience it oh this is how the mind is influencing the body and expressing it through the body it's like whoa okay this is crazy and then like how your mind works and how those belief systems and how those thoughts and assumptions are just playing out and playing out under your awareness it's one thing to understand that intellectually, right? To read about it, but then to experience it and say, oh, weird, like what the hell? <laughs> that was like a completely other thing. And then I realized that I could start to reprogram my mind to actually benefit me. And that would ex be expressed through my body and everything like that. So yeah, it came like full circle, like, whoa, this is powerful. Because even when I was experiencing all of those like negative emotions and stuff, um, I was conscious but it was not nearly as powerful as like my subconscious being yeah. like, or like expressing it through my body and me acting in ways that just didn't make any logical sense, <laughs> mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is how they're talking about the 95% and the 5%. Yeah. And so it was through just like understanding that through like pain that I could just like apply that to like benefit me now. So through learning all that, how did you feel that fared with your relationship with others moving forward mm -hmm. or before you realize and after mm -hmm. what was the contrast in that understanding what the problem was mm 
mm-hmm. figuring out a solution. And after what happened, can you just elaborate so we can kind of understand or people can understand what people go through in those moments and how they can get out of that? Mm-hmm. And do you mean specifically when I was going through like that healing and like that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like not getting caught up in the trauma trap that we talked about. Okay, okay, okay. So it actually did take a little bit for me to like fully just go like deep dive into Mm -hmm. healing. Like I did have to spend like eight months fully just like healing my nervous system and trying to comprehend what happened. Mm -hmm. Because I would, would, like the example is, who are you close with in your family? Like are you close, do you have a sister? Uh, Yeah, I have a sister, but. Are you close with her? Yeah, I'm close with one of them, you know. (laughs) Okay, okay, yeah. the one that you're close with. Yeah. Do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have a younger brother. Okay, are you close with them? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so imagine that like today you found out that your sibling had a personality disorder and was abusing you your whole time, like had been like messing with you mm-hmm. and you had like no idea. I would whoop their ass. My siblings, we love each other so like, yeah, but yeah, I would yeah. I'd whoop their ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you go into fight mode. Yeah, I fight went mode. into like freeze mode. Yeah. yeah. But it was just confusing. Yeah. I was like, oh, what do you mean? Like, I was just so confused how like I wasn't even aware of that. Like, it was just yeah. such a mind fuck mm. of like just believing that someone was like your best friend right. and being yeah. like, wait, what? They're like fucking with Red me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, it was, that it was would such do a it. mind trip. That would do a number. Especially, I feel like girls, uh, women in general, like who, or people, I guess, who have more of a feminine energy, we tend to also take on emotions a lot different, differently, yeah. right? And it's more embedded in us, I feel. So are you saying that we don't yeah. take <laughs> energy like you guys? You said you're logical, right? Okay. I'm more logical. I'm always like yeah. trying to think of like a solution in more of a logical way. Mm-hmm. Hey, you did this. This is what's going to happen next. Yeah. And I'm thinking in a puzzle way mm-hmm. and yeah. how to solve it. But you're bringing something different to the table that's making me think now like, oh, mm-hmm. I could think about this in a more healing because sometimes for men like me, who are more masculine, we still carry a lot of the energy, and, yeah. but we don't realize yeah. because you do the work in healing yourself. Mm-hmm. We just mask it by like saying, yeah. hey, this is, this is, yeah, perfect. This yeah. is what we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. And then, yeah. but we're not really healing exactly. a lot inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hearing this is kind of refreshing. And that's why I'm asking all these kind of questions to kind of understand how do you get out of that funk mm-hmm. without just being logical? Yeah, you you have to feel it. Like you have to you have to feel all of the pain that's being stuck in your body. So if you mm. can think about like your body and it's just accumulated. So think of like all the memories that you've had, all the experiences that you've had, they leave either positive or negative charge. Both ones are affecting you. The positive ones are the things you become attached to and start gra- like your behavior starts moving to and both are causing you pain. And then the the negative ones are the ones that you're running away from or you're trying to distract from. So like distractions huge right now, right? Um, people just not wanting to like feel what's in their body yeah. and and or they're so disassociated. So I was disassociated for like the longest time. And then when I started like feeling, it was so much energy. Mm-hmm. But the only way to go through it is to like actually just tune in and like feel what's actually happening and to connect with your body again. Because I was such in the clouds, like I was in my head. <laughs> I was like, you know, it was so much safer up yeah, there. Yeah. And then when I had to get into my body, it was like so painful. There was It was just intense mm-hmm. as hell. 
Um, and yeah, so it was through like feeling it and finding out like the biggest things that helped me. I went, I did like so many modalities to try mm-hmm. to heal. The biggest things that helped me were the energy, energy practices. So you could go and like try to change your mind with your mind. It takes a lot more time. Um, and you know, people can be in psychotherapy for what, like 20 years and feel absolutely no different, but the energy practices, the nervous system stuff is the thing that actually like helped me like shift the energy. And then once you shift those emotions that aren't actually you, then you're just left with like who you are, Mm. which is your natural state. Yeah. Your natural state. (laughs) Before before you go. Yeah. So what, what advice would you give to somebody in my shoes? Mm -hmm. Who's very logical, very logical. Yeah. It, well, it's interesting. You, you bring up a good point because my I have a brother who also went through a lot of the, like different because mm-hmm. I was like, what, what what's the child that like gets all the shit? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is I, he was, the, than you? I was the scapegoat. Uh, no, he's oldie. He's okay. older, but he was like he's like smart and he was like so mm-hmm. good at sports and mm. um, he he just like had a different way. I was like, if my dad was being fucked, I'd be like, go and be like you're being fucked and like get kicked out of the house or mm. you know get get the reaction and he was a lot more like quieter but when when the same stuff happened he was a lot more logical with the entire experience but if you're listening to this isaac um <laughs> he will listen to it like if i ask him i'm like he's fine like he he seems fine yeah. he's so freaking chill but there's probably a lot underneath the surface that he just hasn't either become aware of or just isn't wanting to look at that's stuck in his body Mm -hmm. so for someone like you it would just acknowledging that that's happening just the awareness of like oh maybe i'm in my mind and i'm like rationalizing things coming from a mind perspective but there's a whole world the 95 percent of responses that have been stored in my body from this and also like from your family like through your generational line those patterns are still programmed within your body so it's not just the work in like this lifetime it's the stuff that's stuck in your the information in your cells that are also affecting who you are but you also understand some people would ask right Mm -hmm. now in the comment well you know us men we don't have the time to actually do the work we have to get off the ground and move Mm -hmm. how do we try to process something like that as fast as possible and not seem i would say weak Mm-hmm. Or not seem like we're because when people see that they will say, "Oh, you're not being a man." Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with that, but also be in touch with your masculine side to be like, "Hey, I'm still this, but I'm dealing with this also." How mm-hmm. do you feel like that can? I don't know if you've dealt with 100 percent yeah okay i have i have clients who are male who come up with the same things it's like expressing they they have a belief that expressing their emotions are actually like using their voice (laughs) and like (laughs) saying what's true for them is weakness and they feel like a burden and they feel like they're almost just like being dramatic so they hold it in and suppress it when you suppress anything it's just going to come out when you're triggered and then you express it in ways that you're like wait this why did i why did i do that why did i say that why did I have that behavior? But if so, it would be firstly just maybe switching that expressing your emotions or even feeling your emotions is a sign of weakness and just being open to, oh, expressing my feelings and not expressing my feelings as in like, you know, just going outside and like crying the whole time, which is valid, like nothing wrong with that. (laughs) But for example, like I had a male client this morning and it's, it's instead of, and so he's struggling with anger. So he, he gets angry and then he'll just, you know, just go off and like go unconscious and then, you know, just be negative. Mm. And it's, 
instead of expressing that, like when you start to feel that in your body, are you connected with your body? Like, for example, like say, like, do you feel things like say in your heart or like, or is it like, no, I, I do. Yeah. But I try to push it away. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, the reason is because I feel a lot of people rely on things from me. A yeah. lot of people rely on me to be mentally, emotionally, and everything stable mm-hmm. uh, and to guide them. Yeah. So it's almost like I have to go into like a dark room, sit, deal with everything, come out and be like, okay, let me lead you guys. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say is is a way. It's not like I'm putting on a front, which is not. It's mm-hmm. just I have to deal, deal with it myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have people that you're leading and they need you to be strong. They need 100%. you to be that leader who's going to walk through the storm for them. So that's mm-hmm. that's how I that's why I'm so logical about things. Yeah, and it is pretty masculine, right? Like the the stability, the person who can like hold things together, who can like support like every chaotic thing that's yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. It's like holding that. But then I would just invite you that I think you said it like you went when you start to feel things, you can like ground and even even just like acknowledge it, feel into it. So like in the moment, it's not like you need to do some like massive practice but you can when I it feels sit blind on the floor and start going, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what you don't realize i think you don't realize because you dance i think that's how you Ooh, take it out yeah absolutely do we you dance yeah yes. i was saying i was saying when she was showing me when, her dance stuff and i was like damn you're moving so much energy and that's like no that's really yeah. moving yeah because you teach us too so yeah. i think what you don't realize and mm-hmm. i think just so i can add even just what you said you feel like other people need you to be strong, yeah. which automatically you're perceiving that showing your emotions is weakness again, yeah. right? Mm. So if you already feel like, we're not saying go and cry, but <laughs> I, think, I think what people don't realize, all people have a masculine feminine, mm. irrelevant of if you're biologically whatever you are. Mm-hmm. So I think like when it comes to emotions, it's yeah, imagination, emotions, dreaming, you're a dreamer. I've talked to you, so you mm. do tap into your feminine more than you think. Mm. So okay, okay, yeah, dancing okay. is pretty feminine. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Yeah. I tap into my. Feminine. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dancer. Things all the time. Bro, bro you wind up your waist half the time. They're gonna, That's they're gonna kill me in the comments. Hey, <laughs> she just. Got... Yeah, it does. It's okay. Wind you literally teach waist. dance holiday. Yeah, I, 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 I do. Yeah. 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 So that's how you like. That's also. Without realizing, I think that's why you feel like you can be logical because you take out a lot of your energy. You dance pretty much most of the week. We all do. Yes, absolutely. Nice. And whenever she tells me that, it kind of brings me back to reality. Like, oh yeah, I, I do. I do. <laughs> you know, release the yeah. energy in a different way. Hundred percent. It's like people can't really see it, but it's yeah. being released, yeah. and that way I can come back to my center. I can wake up in the morning. Okay, let's back to work. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, but I think for most for most people, or if they don't have an outlet like that, it's like they live like a really like chill lifestyle. Like they're not really moving too much, and then they're just like distracting by watching whatever TV like low frequency thing that they're <laughs> tuning into, right? So like maybe like for you, your outlet maybe dance and like yeah. movement, which is really or, or I just watch Ozark and start. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're like processing your emotions through that. <laughs> Just crying watching that. Oh my gosh. But honestly, that's like I think that's why I even related to quantum flow. To be honest, because I dance too, and it's very movement based. Yeah. So think when you it's like contemporary kind of dance. Think about it that way almost. So I think 
it, it became this became a therapy session for this one. <laughs> yeah. like not really in. a therapy <laughs> session for me. I feel like, like there are a lot of people, yeah, like especially me, men, that will watch this and they will take a lot just from the last yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's really powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like they will get a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. And now to yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, gonna switch up a little bit. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Yes. Okay, you. Considering all of what you've been through, you've kind of talked about it in a very brief manner because mm-hmm. there's always more to the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stories There's a lot here. of stories here. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. But you got, you kind of healed your journey. You're, you know, you kind of processed through it. Mm-hmm. You went through a few modalities throughout the year. And then I wanted to bring out the business perspective, mm-hmm. right? So you turn it into a successful business mm-hmm. mindset and energy coaching, right? Um, I know you've tr- coached with a few amazing people. What? How did you take this to the next level where you're financially able to, you know, create a good, like, you know, a massive business Move that is supporting country. you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and like, you've trained with amazing coaches too that are like, okay, for most people are not like, okay, they're not like your everyday coaches. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've had like the best the coaches. Best. I've, and I've seen her coaches. So that's why I was like, you know what? Tell me your what piece of the financial and the money mindset how did you bring yourself to feel like you're worthy of that yeah so it came through all the different coaches and modalities and then just applying what i learned and then once it works then i just bring it into my business and i'm like this works or like i've I've gone through so many different teachers and some of them i'm like no (laughs) you know (laughs) like that doesn't work or um you know there and and that's why I like use discernment when you are picking out your teachers and coaches like actually look at them and be like do they have the result that I want Mm. and feel into their energy do they actually feel fulfilled or like do like feel into them Mm. don't just pick someone who's intellectually saying a bunch of stuff like do they have the results and also like are they happy Mm. (laughs) so so I, I think yeah, just in like the coaching whole world, it's it just gets crazy because everyone can say a bunch of theory, mm-hmm. but you just have to feel into like, okay, are they living it? Like, are they embodying <laughs> it? And then you go to those people. But yeah, it's been through everything. So like everything that I have created, I first decided that I wanted to do it. And then I, so like I do a lot of scripting. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of, okay, I'm writing this out in the fu- in the present tense. It's already done. And then it's been so many different things. So at one point I was, um, (laughs) 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 so crazy. (laughs) I was writing it down 50 times, my goal. Mm -hmm. And then I was doing a breath work and then I was doing a visualization and meditation. And for Mm -hmm. that, you're feeling into the energy of you already having it. How would you be? And then from that, you have to take what that, what you saw and the information that you downloaded and actually just apply that into your everyday life. So Mm -hmm. actually using the, meditation and the visualization and then like applying that in your life for the rest of the day yeah. <laughs> not just like doing it and then going back into your programs you have to live from the mm-hmm. outcome so live from the version of you that already has that rather than like the present state and so everything that I've like created from even even like asking to be on podcast yeah. I wrote that down yeah <laughs> my mm-hmm. my um uh, being in the press, I wrote that down. Mm. I said I wanted to be in three plus press by, Ooh. and it came true, right? Yeah. Like, press. You d- <laughs> Can you tell us what press. Yeah, that tell is? us. Yeah, yeah so it was um, women in business Superstar. was the last one. <laughs> yeah, that one was cool. Yeah, uh, there was business, not Business Insider, but Business International. There was cool. Superstar Plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
disrupting I think there's another one but yeah yeah it all came from that and then like moving to Thailand like obviously I decided that and then yeah you just you just program your mind moving that to, to that next yeah 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 uh, why yes why Thailand's amazing so I went there when I was 17 and I volunteered with rescue animals and I loved it and then my partner and I went last year for four months and we both like loved it mm. and i actually he, he went home because he does like real estate and yeah. construction Ooh, and then yeah. i <laughs> they, they also look like ken and barbie just, just wanted to ken and barbie oh yeah. shoot okay <laughs> okay i told my my partner that he's like oh my god that's so nice <laughs> <laughs> did he say it exactly like that yeah <laughs> that <would be laughs> he so went full fun. into that yeah that was funny. <laughs> um and so and then I extended it longer and I just stayed by myself and I just love it the energy there like it's so much more chill like everyone's so wholesome and so nice the food's Mm. freaking bomb everywhere you look just looks like peace a dream world yeah (laughs) just like the crystal blue Mm. um oceans and then like the sand and then like just everything is so dreamy and so I was like yeah I just need to move here like why would I live here is it more of like a slower pace world or is is it as fast as yeah because it's an island so Koh Samui is an island off of Thailand so it's southeast of like Bangkok and yeah yeah it's pretty slow like as soon as you get off the plane you're just like you just feel (sighs) it shoulders feel lower yeah and you're like oh my gosh yeah and then what's also really cool too is there's the 12 hour time difference from here so throughout the day it's kind of like you know what like nights sometimes it just feels like more chill because like yeah. everyone's mm-hmm. asleep yep. it's like that through the whole day Oof. but it's going to be different because i'm going to be running my business yes. like full on but it's kind of just like it's just refreshing what, i don't know what do you, when, you, when you say running your business is it like going to be more online, online base yeah it's going to be yeah. online yeah. i do finish my breathwork certification so i want to be doing that in person and then i also have retreats that i want to start running yes. in uh, next year so yeah, it'll be it'll be both, but most of it's gonna be online through Zoom, which is what I'm doing right I've now. I've been one to ask a question like this. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it that everybody goes to Thailand to like or Bali, Bali or to, Mexico to do something for couple you, you months. know what? Have you traveled there? You'll know why. You'll know why. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the thing. I travel, but like, I haven't, I haven't yeah. gone Like, I went to there. Tulum. I looked at real estate there because it's just so freaking peaceful. You know what? We should, we should, yeah. just, we should go. Yeah. You know, so we can travel there all the yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, I'm already going. Yeah. 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 Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you guys have to come. Yeah, you guys yeah. have to come. And then you'll just know why. Because, yeah. like, so it's the, it's the energy. It's, like, the frequency of the earth might be too woo-woo for you but (laughs) as soon as she said frequency Frequency. of the earth i'm like what where are we what's going on (laughs) and it's the people yeah so you know if you think about it like people who are like-minded always just accumulate in the Mm. same area so there's gonna be so many people who are like-minded that are gonna be around you that are like thinking the same way and so it just like your environment's so important right so it just like amplifies what you're already doing yeah Yeah. and i I think it's i think it's both like the the energy of the place plus like the community and like everyone you meet and just how beautiful it is it's like why would I not? Yeah. <laughs> so you, you're actually established your business in a way where you are able to travel and, you know, have that freedom of time that you don't have to be stuck, uh, sat in a location. Yeah. So did you intentionally, when you started scripting, create that part mm. of the your business? Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Like I can travel or I travel anywhere I want to go. 
um, yeah, everything's fully online. I attract my clients. I just magnetize them. Yes. Like I want this many clients. And like, it, it, it's not like you just write that and then it happens. Like you have to take the action, <laughs> like aligned action. And yeah, but then, but what, I, I just think what's really important too, it's like putting the emphasis on your RES, so your articular activating system, if you guys mm-hmm. dabbled. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so you set the intention and then you start to reprogram that part. So you start seeing things that are already in your environment that were already there to help you get to your goal. Mm. So you have to decide what that is first, start reprogramming that part of your brain, and then you'll just start to like naturally see things around you that get you to your goal. Yes. Are you, is, is it more like manifesting something? In, yep. In, okay it's it's more like the science of manifesting rather yeah. than like the spiritual mm. like yeah. woo woo like oh you just think about it and it will come like that doesn't work <laughs> you, oh, you you have so to come to our side the logical side too <laughs> no, i am she is, yes. she is right there has to be a balance though That's yeah why. and what's really interesting you said like that you're pretty logical like i'm extremely logical yeah. like i did my mm. master's in science like i'm like very quantitative like where's the Ooh. data where's the research for this exactly. i'm not just believing something because someone said that i'm very like science-based but everything like even with manifestation is science-based, science-based there's yeah. two ways you can look at it but they're both saying the same thing yes. but they're just ways of understanding it so even with my clients like i i ask them are you more science-based or are you more spiritual based and then that's the way that i communicate to them because they're both saying the same thing but it's just like whatever's going to land for something. Like if I just went off on you about like a whole bunch of spiritual concepts, you'd be like, mm, mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but if I could explain it through science, Absolutely. you might be more receptive to that. So yeah, yeah, it's both. So do you have any tips? So we both work with a lot of artists and dancers mm-hmm. and um, obviously in the real estate community too. But specifically for artists and dancers, we started this podcast as our goal to switch some money mindset for them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what would be your suggestions or tips when it comes to that? Money mindset, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was just thinking, I didn't actually answer your last question okay. <laughs> about no, that. No. Um, so money mindset. So yeah, firstly, like the worthiness bit about it. And then two, like reframing what you believe money is. Mm. So, and, and there's so many preconditioned beliefs about money. So it would be first identifying what those are. So it a, a really simple exercise is like setting a 60, 60 minute, 60 second timer. Mm-hmm. And then if I say money, write whatever comes up, like free flow. <laughs> oh. If I say debt, free, free flow, what comes up for you and just like yeah. allow it. And then you'll start to see what's in your subconscious mind. Mm. And then so once you have those identified, then it's like consciously switching those and then restating them. You can do it through repetition. You can do it through. The best way to do it is by changing your brainwave state. So when you're trying to change something, so we're in beta right now chatting, mm-hmm. you have to go to alpha or theta to actually switch the program. So like hypnosis is great for this. Mm-hmm. Um, with quantum flow, we're, we're doing that too. Like yeah. you can go through the body or you can go through the mind through yeah. like hypnosis and meditation and stuff like that. Or you can do it through breath work, which is like a body focus. But then you're switching those programs to something that's actually going to empower you. So what's your goal? So being really specific, what do you want? Mm -hmm. Like how much money do you want? And there's a good exercise in Bob Proctor's book. I'm blanking on the name, but he has it where you're listing out like all your expenses that not right now but from this future version. So like Mm. you're looking up, okay, what kind of house do I want? Okay, that's that much money. And then like you actually get a number and it's usually less than what you believe that it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then that's the one that you're trying to manifest because Mm. it has to be authentic to you and has to be real to you. If you're just picking something out of 
thin air. Thin air. Yeah, it's it's not gonna like land. It's like so. data collection. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. want to make a million dollars. Yeah. You know, yeah. People it's say like, that. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I I usually because I want you to expand more on that. Yeah. So I'll give you an example of what I do with people. So yeah. Because like that topic is very important. Yeah. So I always ask, how much do you want to make? I want to make three hundred grand. Okay. So that's a year. 300 grand. Okay. How much is that divided into 12 months? Mm -hmm. Okay. So how much is that divided into 30 days? How much is that per hour? Mm -hmm. So that's the number you should look at. Mm -hmm. How do I get this money per hour? Mm -hmm. Because if I get that money per hour, I will be guaranteed that's 300 grand at the end of the year. Yeah. So thinking about what you're saying right now is you can't, not, I wouldn't say you can't, it's hard for you to get to a number that you mentally think is unrealistic yeah. if you don't put a goal towards it. So mm -hmm. how would you help somebody realize that mm -hmm. without just being like, give me a number that you want? Like, <laughs> how do you do that with your clients? I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah, yeah. So you just have to I explain the, the process to them and also the energetics of it. So if you're connecting to something, like you have to, you have to feel so money is just the byproduct like you have to feel what that money is going to actually give to you yeah, so you don't actually want the money i think everyone's heard this like you don't yeah. actually want the money we want the money so so with that with that number you're connecting to what that would give to you mm -hmm. so with your visualizations you're connecting to like what trips you want to go on what your yeah. house is going to look like yeah. like what you can do with your relationships etc mm -hmm. etc and so you're connecting with that and that's the energy of it and then you can you know go into okay i'm going to need this x amount of income money to do that and so yeah like logically you'd be listing out everything your ideal life and then it would be so so you have a reason you have a container for that that's going to be individual to every single person and really unique and then you're explaining that like you know you just have to like keep saying okay it's not, it's not the money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the experiences it's the freedom it's yeah. everything that it brings us yep yeah and then and then too like I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard of like multiple sources so mm -hmm. it's like looking at different ways that you can and also just reframing everything that you believe you know mm -hmm. about money and then like the law of relativity it's like okay this is this amount to some people that's a really small amount to you it may be like really big and just mm -hmm. changing your perception about the actual like number it's just a mm -hmm. number on a page yeah it's just a number <laughs> it's just a number yeah so just and changing your perception about it yeah a lot of us is just growing up just haven't been taught yeah yeah that yeah. money you know is important Mm -hmm. Right. We've been taught to just, for example, buy a property, yeah. pay off your mortgage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or even just like how money is uh, for rich people. Yes. Money is greed makes you greedy. Mm -hmm. Like all of those so, so, like perceptions that as a society we hold impact how much abundance we bring into the society as Absolutely. a whole. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's just like not even the, the what you're talking about, too. Like not only the beliefs that um our parents give us or society gives us so like i think most people because it's so common and so set in us they don't even realize it so i really like the exercise you said like 60 second where you don't have too much time to like <laughs> rationalize things yeah and you write down every belief you have with money and i can almost see most of them being limited yeah. not limiting <laughs> to you and why you won't attract and i think there's a combination just like even when i see it so like between your what you said in terms of the energy work and then you use that logical what you also said 
that's when you kind of create that magic part where you're not like running after money you're not like working hard where you're miserable mm-hmm. right then you also if you combine the logic and the energetics i think like that's when the flow happens yeah just just another point on that is like when you put money on a pedestal when you put anything yes. on a pedestal that's you know you're gonna get the opposite because there's polarity yeah so you're gonna get the contrast of that so like taking the amount of money off of the pedestal mm. and neutralizing that and same with debt too yes. like i went through like a big thing where i like was trying to neutralize my perception and my energy on debt so it you know i was thinking oh fuck this is so bad mm-hmm. and then i had to so one of the teachers that i is um Dr. Demartini. Mm-hmm. And so he's talking about neutralizing perceptions. Yes. And so it was listing out all the benefits of mm. debt and then the benefits of the benefits and then the benefits of that. So it's mm. like three benefits and then that neutralizes it. Mm. Yeah. And that's that's a cool thing. I'm mean, going to actually try that. Yeah. Because a lot of negative. people have like, you know, these just like really negative things about debt. Especially and in real estate. Yes. It's the whole thing, so right? Like, oh my gosh, I bought a property. That's debt. I'm like, <laughs> that's good debt. <laughs> yeah. Benefits, yeah. right? There's, yeah. there's good debt and then there's bad debt. Yeah. Real estate is good debt, I, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Okay, so I'm. I feel like we can go on for another few hours. <laughs> um, but looking at that pretty timer right there, I yeah. feel like. Uh, <laughs> you have any more questions? Yeah, I have, yeah. I have way more questions <laughs> yeah. that I want to go. You can do it. Okay, I can. Good. I can go for like another, <laughs> another half hour. An hour. Another hour. hour. I, I feel can. like I can go on for hours. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I but know. what we are gonna do is actually make it a part two. So. Mm-hmm. Let's bring this to conclusion. Let's bring it to conclusion? Yeah, okay. let's bring this to conclusion. Yes, let's bring it to a conclusion. Yeah, thank th- you. Thank you so much. Emily, yeah. for coming here. <laughs> thank you, guys. Um, I'm honored. Yes. I appreciate Yeah. Really I appreciate Honestly, it. thank you so much for coming and yeah. fitting us into your crazy schedule <laughs> because I know you're moving so soon. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Okay, no, and she's you. here. She's here. Yeah. So she's moving so tomorrow. Much. Yeah, no, it's good too because it was like 1.7 kilometers away. Oh, I'm perfect. like, damn, this is nice. Okay, yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah, part two for sure. Yeah, yeah part two for sure. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I've, I just wanted to thank you because I know we can go on for hours mm-hmm. and you've given so many amazing tips and gems um, for not just our real estate people, our artists, like energy work. And I think there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, I think it's a great uh, introduction for yeah. a lot of our listeners that yes. you gave us. So if some of our listeners want to find you, where they can, uh, where can they connect with you? Yes, where? So my Instagram at I am Emily Bass <laughs> and then my website emilybassofficial.com okay. <laughs> I just rebranded don't, everything so I'm like don't change it within the next six months yeah like, <laughs> so gonna, we're gonna put this in the description too so it's like amazing they can yes. click on it yeah but I just wanted to thank you again and it was so nice meeting you if the, I, I literally met her over the weekend and it felt yeah yeah I met her three days ago great energy too which yeah. is which is amazing it's amazing open conversation yeah. and not holding back which is mm-hmm. like a very good thing especially when you're having a, part, a podcast, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are, you know, get uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but you were comfortable to open up, have a conversation, laugh, mm-hmm. joke <laughs> yeah. about everything, yeah. and um, also be serious, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right, when it's when it's called for. So, yeah, thanks yeah. for being vulnerable, too, and sharing your story. I think that takes a lot, too. Yes. And yeah, I was telling uh, someone I met at the retreat, I was like, I think the reason why we clicked is you have a very light energy. Because mm, nice. I, think, I, I, think, I think at the retreat, we were around so much trauma and yeah. density, I think it was just nice and light when I when nice. we were hanging out. So I, I actually do appreciate that. 
thing. But yeah, thank our you. Drums. Our drums. Our drums. <laughs> oh my gosh, we were. We have no rhythm on the drums. Really? We were just we're like. I gotta teach banging. you guys. Yeah. I gotta teach you guys <laughs> you know how, to how to play. play? I know how to play the drums. Oh, nice. okay. And I know how to play the drums. <laughs> and I know how to play. Yes. Hardcore help. Yeah, yeah hardcore. No, we had like I can't dance, but somehow on the drums I was like. It just sounded like loud noise, but it really? felt like therapy session. We're just <laughs> yeah, like laughing. Like, we're like, okay, this breaks like some of this like density. Yeah, like yeah. Because Absolutely. when you go to retreats like this, I'm sure you've exp- you've done so many. Most people are healing, mm-hmm. which means their focus at that moment sometimes is primarily on their past and their Absolutely. you know their energy where it has been. Mm-hmm. So it, it can get a lot if you may not be at the same place or you're in a different place at sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I think having you, you know the, <laughs> that drum energy definitely yeah. helps. So yeah. yeah, thank you so much again thank for you. coming thank you. on. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs>